Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On Sunday night, January 15th, at the Missouri Athletic Club, the baseball writers are going to resume their annual dinner because of the pandemic. We haven't had it for the last couple of years, but it's back at the MAC this year. You can get tickets. Just hop on Twitter, and I have a link at Randy Carricker on Twitter. And if you just go to St. Louis BBWAA, you can get the link there to purchase tickets. And among those that will be honored as a Good Guy Award winner, along with his broadcast partner, Benji Molina, is our great friend, Polo Asensio, who joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Polo, you are a great guy. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Wow. So I went from good guy to great guy. Randy, I'd rather be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Good morning. <laughs> buenos dias. Buenos dias, Randy. Buenos dias, Kerry. Buenos dias, San Luis. I hope everybody's having a fantastic new year. And if it's been rough so far, don't worry about it. We have about 360 more days to fix it. So. <laughs> <laughs> buenos dias, buenos dias. Uh, Paulo, I, I wanted to know, what are your thoughts of this Cardinals team? Uh, and do you think that they need to make a move for anything else, pitching or, or another position player? Or, or do you think that they're set with what they have right now going into spring training? You know, I've learned, I've learned over the last, what, six, seven years that Mo, he, uh, seriously, I've learned to trust Mo. Like, I hope he's not listening and things that I didn't trust him before. Then I guess he's going to say, well, before he was working in LA with the Dodgers, I don't care about that. <laughs> but I, I have learned to trust him, to trust uh, Randy, to trust uh, uh, Moises Rodriguez, to trust all of those guys. They know what they are doing. Yes, we want, you know, we, I mean, we, we got one. We got the best catcher available, and we got one of the best catchers, period. Wilson Contreras. I mean, like I always say, he's not going to replace Yadi. Nobody's ever going to replace Yadi, but he is going to do a great job next season and over the last, over the few uh, uh, next years that he's going to be with St. Louis. I think that was, with all the respect, that was an upgrade over the last couple of seasons because we all, you know, we saw Yadi being hurt, you know, uh, gone away for like a month or so. But uh, Wilson, I think he's going to do a tremendous job next season. Now he needs to figure out the pitching, and we know that that's not always the, the, the easiest part of, of catching, but he will do a great job. You ask if I think they will get somebody else. I think so. I don't think they're going to get anybody big. Then again, there's a lot of good, a good names and good players still available. There's a lot of veterans still available, and I believe there's going to be a couple guys perhaps coming in, helping a VH coming from the bench, the pitching side. Yeah. They're so we have learned over the last few years. And if you have paid attention over the last hundred years in baseball, yes, I'm talking to you, Randy character. Um, <laughs> there is never, there's never enough pitching. There is never enough pitching. And, and one thing that I, that I liked, I think it was, a, it was an article with, uh, from uh, Derek Gould 
he asked uh, Mo about you know the, the market and all these things, and he said something. Yeah, when when we look, we don't look at what's available right now. We look at we might be needing next year or two years from now, and that's why it's good to get those long contracts now. We know the Cardinals don't give those huge, like, like long contracts. But um, to, to answer the question, I think they are going to get something else. Do I think they're going to get something splashy? I don't think so. Number one, because all the splash is gone pretty much. All the Correas, the Swanson, the, you know, the big old uh, standard Bogarts, and now Divers is going nowhere he's staying in, 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 in Boston. But I, I do trust, like I said, I, I trust the Mo. I do trust the Mo. I, I trust the guy, and, and um, I think it's going to be a great season. It's going to be a really good season. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot different than last season because now this time this Cardinal team needs, needs to perform because the distraction, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, of having Albert and having Yadi in, in their last season – the, the romanticism, lo romantico de tener a esos dos veteranos, those two veterans retiring, is not there anymore. So the fans are not going to be just satisfied. Okay, you know what? Yeah, this season, let's go say bye to the two heroes. Yes, you know, one of our other heroes is leaving, Adam Wainwright. But it's going to be a little different. And again, I'm, I'm guessing you can, you can sense that I'm very excited to come back to San Luis and do another season of Cardinals baseball, and, and it's going to be fun. I have never tried in my life to roll an L. I'm going to try it for the first time on the air here. <laughs> no, I, I, I got to work. I can I can do romantico, but I need to work oh, on lo, lo, lo romantico. Lo romantico. Hey, Randy. Randy. Randy Carraker. Come on, now. Hey, uh, Paul, the last time that we saw a completely healthy Jack Flaherty was Memorial Day of 2021. He was 8-1 at that point with a 2.90 ERA. It was the first time he'd really pitched because of the pandemic since that incredible second half of 2019. I'm one of those who believes that a healthy Jack Flaherty is a good Jack Flaherty and is a number one starter. I want to know where you come down on this. Do you have faith in him? Oh, my God. I love the kid. And I know he's been hurt. I've talked to him many, many times. We bonded. You know, also, you know, the, the dinner is coming, like you, like you mentioned, on the lead. But also the caravan and the warm-up is uh, this upcoming weekend, not not tomorrow, but ne- next weekend. And I bonded with Jack Starley a couple of years ago in one of those caravans. And I got to learn a little bit more than people just see with him, his face, the way he walks, the way he talks, the way he uses Instagram to motivate himself and, you know, make some people mad sometimes. But then again, sometimes, you know, like I said, being a bad guy doesn't mean that you hate everybody. It means that you do something and people are like, ah, I hate that guy for this. Oh, why don't you shut up and go to work? Well, Jack is not going to shut up. He is going to work. He works a lot. I love it. I, I love when he is healthy. He is one of the best, like you just said. A, a full season, and, and we know this, we saw that the last time he was completely healthy, he was on his way to be in the All-Star game, to be in the science uh, 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 conversation, and perhaps even MVP. He was having a fantastic season before he got hurt here in L.A., and I think it was, what, 2019 or something like that. And, and that that guy has it. He has it, and I really hope for for him, 
for the Cardinals and for the fans that this is this is the season where Jack starts to see. I was not lying. I am a good guy. Sadly, I believe this is the last. This is the last season. This is the last season under Cardinals control, and then you know he's going to be a free agent. And that's what I believe. That's that's the case. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But if that's the case, that he has a great season, then you know you know what comes next: a big paycheck, and, and let's see who gets it to him. I, I trust in him. I have trust in him. I, I I love what he brings, and let's see how they how him and everybody else adjust to a new catcher. Like, you know, having Wilson Contreras in the division helps a lot, but now that you're going to have him behind the plate, he knows who you are. He knows how you pitch because he faces you quite often. But now let's see how he is behind the plate. Again, I think Jack is going to be fine, and I think Jack is going to give us a great season. Hey, Paulo, how do you uh, view this outfield situation um, with with – uh, O'Neal and, and Carlson and, and Lars Newtbar, uh potentially Jordan Walker. What do you think about that that outfield? It, it's going to be interesting. In the last season, we went in with it. You know what? This is the outfield. We have O'Neal. We have Bader. We have Carlson. All of a sudden, O'Neal gets hurt. Then Bader gets hurt. Then Bader gets straight. Then Carlson gets hurt. <laughs> and then Corey Dickerson, Lars Newtbar, Tommy Edmond, and everybody else, all the guys that came up. It's going to be interesting. And, and, and that's I, I like that carry. I like that. Yeah, we think we think right. Mm-hmm. O'Neill, uh, Carlson, Nudbar, maybe Walker, maybe somebody else, maybe Alec Ferguson. That's spring training for me. There's the competition. I mean, if you ask me, I'm not. I don't know what the, what they think in the office, but it is always good to have some kind of competition mm-hmm. going into spring training. Yes, it's good to have set your your nine or ten or whatever eleven guys set for for the season. But those guys are coming in. O'Neill is coming in with, with the, whatever they said, the chip on the shoulder, because he's been hurt. Carlson, he was hurt. He didn't have a great season. Lars Dudbar had a good season. He's an exciting, electric player. But he knows that he needs to do something to establish himself. So you have those three guys. And like I said, you have Burleson, and you mentioned Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker, I saw him live last season. We went to uh, uh, Springfield for a day to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month uh, in Double-A Springfield. And he hit a home run. <laughs> I don't think that ball landed yet. <laughs> like, for real. It was, a, it was a shot to center field. And I was not paying attention, right, when, when he was batting. And I should have. So, oh, he's hitting. Okay, I want to I wanna, I wanna see what he's doing. But we were there with the fans, you know, autographs and all that good stuff. And all I heard was a big pop, Randy. It was, the, the pop was louder than you rolling your R's. <laughs> and when I when I look, I'm like, what happened? Oh, he just hit a home run, and the ball was still going. Like seriously, it was about a second or two later, and the ball was still going. I'm like, damn. And then you see him, and then it was funny because he was walking right next to Mason Wynn, and Jordan Walker is a tower, and Mason Wynn is a lot smaller. But when I saw him walking in, the confidence those guys have, those two guys have. I'm like, wow, the future is bright with St. Louis with those two kids. So don't sleep on I know that over the last year or so, people have been talking about him. But if you have not seen him in person playing baseball, and the day you see him and the way you see the way the ball just gets out of the bat, the way it sounds out of the bat, you're going to be, okay, okay. Oh, I see you, Jordan Walker, I see you. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be interesting, like I said. Competition is always good. Do we want to have a set outfield from now? Yes, we do. 
and maybe in the head of the manager and the front office, they do have it. But again, competition is always good. And that is when we have seen some guys rise up, rise up to the competition, develop during spring training. And then look what happened like uh, Brandon Donovan last season. Mm -hmm. At the end, he was a finalist for rookie of the year. And I believe, if uh, I hope I'm not wrong, he got a gold glove, right? So, he did. Uh, Polo, last thing. Right after Kerry started, you came into the studio one time with some of your famous guacamole. Absolutely delicious. And I told you, I'm not a guacamole guy, but I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I need to know what your favorite thing that you made during the holiday season was. What was Polo's favorite dish or uh, item that you prepared? Okay. I make a lot of stuff, especially, you know, when I'm home. <laughs> I have one of those grills outside, you know, here in beautiful California, even though it's been raining. Randy, Carrie, people in San Luis. It's been raining for two days here in California, and everybody's freaking out. Oh, my God. Bring out the generators. Oh, my God. By the water. I'm like, dude, you should go to San Luis for a week if that's rain. This is nothing. I go outside and wash my cars while it's raining outside. People are freaking out. Anyway. So my kids tell me, Dad, when you're here at home, we love it, we love it, we love it so much. I'm like, really? Well, show it some more. Keep your room, Bianca. But she doesn't listen to me. Um, and they're like, I'm like, why do why you say that? Because when you're here, we're always eating homemade food. Not that my wife doesn't cook, but no, she has a job. She has things to do. And then we have four, four dogs. So I cook a lot on that grill, right? Well, I put it to good use. And this, if Ms. Michelle's mom is listening... Um, and I think I talked to you about this, Randy, and you heard the story. I took her to St. Louis to eat tacos de birria. Birria tacos with, with cheese, like quesadillas with birria inside, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful dish. It's a taco, but not a taco that you used to. And by the way, Taco Bell is not Mexican food people. So <laughs> my birria, quesa birria tacos, Randy, I made them, and trust me, when my father-in-law calls me to tell me, hey, I heard you make those tacos and you didn't invite me. I'm like, sorry, that's what you get from hanging with that guy that I don't like. That's why I don't invite you because I'm not going to invite that guy that you don't like. But that's what I did. The, the Viria tacos, Randy, they're delicious. Well, Polo, next time you come in, I, I need you to bring one of those or, or two or, or five. Or a however. recipe. Or yeah, well, I don't want the recipe. I want, I, I, I want it already made. I'm, I'm a little greedy and I don't have the patience. Uh, I do have one, or, one other question. Is there a particular Mexican restaurant that you, you enjoy visiting when you're in St. Louis? Oh, man, there's a few. There, there's a few. Um, uh, there's uh, Obviously, Cherokee Street is, is famous for that, right? There's a few around there. Basically, you can visit any Mexican restaurant on Cherokee Street and you're not going to fail. You're not going to miss because they are really, really good. Uh, there is one. I, I, I don't even know the area. I think it's around Creekport. It's called Durango. Durango, they have really good tacos. That's where I took Michelle. Uh, that they have really good tacos. They have really good everything. And uh, Randy, Carrie, everybody listening, next time you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's not about the food. And no, it's not about the margaritas for you white people listening there. Get excited with the tequila stuff. Um, you ask, listen, listen closely, Randy, because I'm going to say it one time. Listen closely. You ask for a michelada. Okay. Michelada. Like, like Michelle. Ah, like Michelle. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, you put ala. Michelada. Michelada. That, yeah, that is a very refreshing drink. 
I mean, it, it has beer in it. So, you you know, for those that one beer is good and then you chill and then drink more, a lot of water <laughs> before you go. Or if good. somebody else is driving, then you can take two. <laughs> but that is a really good drink, and they have a really good one there. Randy, Kerry, I will take you to Durango. We are going to get some tacos. We're gonna get a, you are going to get a michelada because I'm going to be driving and I'll drink some water or some horchata or horchata, jamaica or something. And it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a Los Tres Compadres. Hey, there you go. Hey, hey, ESPN 101. We have a new show. Los Tres Compadres de la Mañana. Randy, Randy, Carrie, y Polo. I'm with it. I am ready. You are such a good guy. We always love hearing from you, Polo. And uh, we're, we're excited about, I'm excited about seeing you at the Baseball Writers Dinner in a couple of weeks. Have safe travels here and can't wait to see you. Hey, bring your Google map or your Google translator machine because at my speech, if they allow me to talk, it's going to be in Spanish, Randy. So watch out. Thank I you will. so much and have a, have a great day. Happy New Year, San Luis. See you next week at the caravan and at the warm-up and on Sunday at the dinner. Sounds great, Polo. Take care. That's the great Polo Asensio. He'll be getting the Good Guy Award at the Baseball Writers' Dinner on January 15th. Also on hand that night will be Paul Goldschmidt, the National League MVP, Nolan Arenado, uh, Brendan Donovan is going to be there, Ryan Helsley, Miles Michaelis, Ali Marmol, Mike Shannon is going to be honored that night, along with Rick Hummel. And you can get tickets for the January 15th Baseball Writers' Dinner at St. Louis BBWAA.com, St. Louis BBWAA.com, or you can just go to my Twitter page and just follow that link to get tickets for the writer's dinner.